It is a tremendous honor to once again have on our show Shunamarte. He's an amazing metaphysical spiritual teacher. He puts out a lot of terrific lessons. I've been watching him for a long time. And I'd say that he's one of those individuals where when you listen to the lessons, your body, mind, and soul kind of all feel at ease and at peace. Very, very soothing and um, a lot of inspiration. You can learn more about Shunamarte by going to his website at satyoga.com. You can also go to his YouTube channel and check out some of his many amazing videos. Shunamarte, thank you for being with us today once again. Namaste. Namaste. It's a joy to be with you, Ryan. Thank you. So one of our previous conversations, you talked about, okay, well, we're living in this tumultuous, crazy time right now. And one of the things you should try to do or aspire to do is become the dreamer to bring forth a peaceful reality. Well, I want to know if you have a lot of people that are on the planet that do have peace and love within their hearts, they do not wish to have a harmful warlike scenario, but you have a small minority of people. Why is it possible that those small minority of people are able to infringe and impose a dark reality upon the majority? Is Are they practicing any kind of um, dark like energies or frequency that allows them to seem to be in control of the dreamer at this point? What's your perspective on that? Well, first of all, the goal is not to become the dreamer, but to realize we are always already that. And uh, that means there is one intelligence that is not only guiding and directing the unfoldment of this holographic movie that we are all acting in and playing as characters in, but we are actually pervaded by and moved by that force, that supreme power, even though we may not know it. And we may think we are acting on our own will or the will of influence on a phenomenal plane, but it's always ultimately the, the will of God. Because this is not simply a random unfoldment of a linear time that has no uh, internal order. But we are always in relationship to the cosmic order that is determined by the power of God. This is what the physicist David Bohm referred to as the implicate order. And we are an expression of the explicate order. In other words, if you want to use a film analogy, the film is already shot, but now it's in the projector and being projected on the holographic screen, and we're living it as if this is real time. But there is no such thing as time. Time is an illusion. So we are in eternity at this very moment. And time itself is simply a closed circle that is now coming to that point in of the what's called the omega point, but it's also the alpha point of the end of one entire cycle of time that will culminate in a revelation and rapture and redemption, just as the Christian mystics have said, but also the Buddhists and the Eastern and the Sufis. So there's a universal understanding of this. 
and that the world had to go through a Kali Yuga, a dark age. It's one of the four seasons of the world. You know, there's the spring of the golden age of Satyuga, and then gradually a summer of the silver age or the Treta, and then a fall of the copper age or the Dwapar, and now we're at the end of the Kali Yuga, the lowest period of human consciousness. They teach you, however, that it's the highest and we're progressing and we're getting higher. But in fact, we have fallen to the lowest level. And most people today have been indoctrinated into very negative, materialist and nihilistic beliefs. And they're hopeless and they're in despair and or they're in denial because of the dumbed down educational system. No one can even think clearly anymore to see what is going on. And so the, the problem is that the collective consciousness is in a mode of, of self-destruction, planetary destruction. And that is the mode that although it seems like a horror and a tragedy and a terrible thing, is actually bringing suffering to an end. It's bringing an end to this winter season of time in which uh, the, the spirit is almost dead in the cold uh, of the winter in which the world has become a, a desolation row. But now the return of God is what will, will happen in this final phase. The return to God consciousness by those who are seeking but also the return of God consciousness, so that even if you are not seeking, you will be, in fact, not only affected by the growing, increasing energy field of the presence of God that is on the way to annihilate this movie that's filled with suffering to recreate a new dream, a new movie of, of a heaven on earth. And as that happens, beings will gradually become more and more aware of the light and those who are awakened, their consciousness will grow to higher and higher le levels of divinization. This is the ultimate goal of Christianity, by the way, to reach divinization or in the Eastern Christianity, they refer to it as deification or theosis. In other words, we are becoming the embodiments of the Holy Spirit. And that is the final culmination of this drama. So the darkest period is just before the dawn. And the light of the new dawn can already be perceived by those who are awakened and becoming illumined. Namaste, thank you. And you say that this is kind of in the end stage of Kali Yuga. Yes. But to a person, I don't know, I, Say like maybe the average person looking around, the darkness seems very intense. Oh yeah, and because of the corruption within the youth about where the values of uh, some of the kids, at least in in the U.S., it yes. doesn't give me a lot of hope about a future that this is going to be going on a prolonged period of time. What is a what would you say would be a, a distinctive moment where we can mm. say, okay, well this is this is peak. Kali Yuga, are we actually reached peak Kali Yuga or are we going to see something else? Because I watched one of your videos and it talked about, you know, it seems like to be a layout for World War Three, how this is happening. It's, it's just so disturbing because 
you know, so many people on, on all different countries and continents, if you ask them, I don't think that they would ever want to take up arms against anyone else. But again, you have a small group of people that are pushing upon this. And I don't understand why this, why the world has to go through this because a small minority of people have it. Why can't those sick individuals have their own spinoff <laughs> series and we watch them tear each other apart where we kind of live in peace? That's why I don't understand this whole thing. But um, how do you see this playing out? Have we reached peak Kaliyuga or is there another uh, rough? ride that we have to go through before we start seeing the light permeate and finally coming through. Okay, very good. Several questions there. One is that unfortunately it's not just a small group because they have used mind control and indoctrination to get people to be willing to join armies and to fight and to die and to commit genocide against other countries as we see happening at this very moment. And people have been naive and gullible enough to go along with authorities that have been lying to them. We saw this during the pandemic. How many people put their own lives in risk because they believed the quote-unquote science when it wasn't science at all but pseudoscience and accepted lockdowns and everything else uh, that, that has proven to, uh, to be uh, uh, part of a depopulation program. So we're dealing with a, a situation that is already underway and we are in the final world war. It's still the initial rounds of it that are still relatively localized, but the escalation is accelerating rapidly. And at a certain moment, it will all be lit up. The war will, like in the Middle East or in Ukraine or perhaps Taiwan or many other trigger spots that in which war can erupt suddenly or already is underway below the radar screen for most people. But it can erupt into a regional war and then become global like nothing, like very quickly. It won't be a long, drawn-out process. And at the same time, the countries of the West in particular are collapsing and disintegrating. We're at the brink of a civil war in the U.S. And you see similar things happening in Europe. And there are the same kinds of tensions that are going on globally. So there's a coming apart, a, a, a dismemberment. And, and what, it's what happens at death when the body decomposes. So the political social body of the world is decomposing. And people are becoming more and more alienated. And those who are awakened are trying to find others of like minds that they can trust and live with. And so the good news is that those who are getting out of the system and even geographically out of war zones are starting to come together, join spiritual communities, and increase the energy field. And as the energy field increases of those who are uh, loyal to God, to the highest principles of peace and of love and of joy, and of the realization that we are not bodies, we're not actually in this world. The world is within our consciousness. And our consciousness is part of the universal, absolute consciousness. And what we each individually have to do in order to escape the impact of what's happening in the phenomenal plane is to go through ego death 
to go through complete disidentification from the individual bubble of consciousness and pop it so that we become one with the whole ocean of consciousness. That's the deification. And then the mind of God becomes our own mind. When enough beings have done that, then the energy they will transmit through the noetic field, the morphogenic field of the planet, will in fact have a huge impact. And then like popcorn, more and more will pop open and more and more beings will become God-realized. And in that final stage, the light of God that shines through every being who has become uh, an instrument and an embodiment of that sacred divine light will light up the world literally to such an extent that the illusion of the dream field will disappear and there will only be the light, the love, the power, the presence, the wisdom of God that will then redream the world instantly into a heaven and all suffering will end. Well, that is a beautiful and uh, inspirational answer, and uh, I long to see that. So thank you for sharing that. Sharon. You will see it. You, in fact, you'll see it very soon, Ryan. I, I can't wait. I'm going to get some popcorn and line up and do it. From your perspective, when people, uh, I guess, become awakened to what's really happening, I just want to share my personal experiences. I became aware or grew because of pain it's always been the catalyst for me a tremendous amount of pain and do you see that the world having to go you see like a, a tremendous amount of suffering required in order to wake up people or is there any other way that people collectively in mass scale can wake up without having to go through a tremendous amount of suffering a very few will choose to reach god without going through that much pain but for 99.9%, it's pain that awakens them. And that's the purpose of karma. That's why there has to be suffering, so that one can no longer remain in the comfort zone of the ego. And everything you took for granted and depended on and believed would support you has to fall away until you realize you are totally groundless. And the only thing you can depend on is the presence of God. You know, when people are in a state of trauma or if, they, if something happens that is miraculous or something happens that is totally uncanny, that leaves them speechless, whether it's a horror, like let's say the people who watched uh, the planes hitting 9-11 and the, the towers exploding, or somebody suddenly seeing a, a, a UFO hovering very close overhead, or someone who is, is hit by a lightning bolt of the presence of God. In either case, what you hear on these videos that show these kinds of phenomena is people suddenly saying, oh God, oh God, oh God, they can't stop. Even if they're atheists, they will say, oh God, in the midst of such an event that leaves them speechless. And those are the kinds of events 
the signs and wonders of the presence of God and the synchronicities that are impossible that will start to occur more and more on the planet and glitches in the matrix that we already see and all kinds of phenomena that are awakening people to the fact that this is not real. This actually is a dream field and partly it's created by our own projections. And as we withdraw our projections by getting to higher and higher levels of consciousness and until the, and when the ego is entirely withdrawn from service, it's deleted, then what gets projected into the field is only the pure consciousness of God without the interference patterns of individual egos that are in internal conflict and conflict with each other. And when that all disappears, then it's perfection because that's always what has been there under the surface. And that will now simply rise to full manifestation because the veil of ignorance and illusion is being eliminated by the suffering that's causing people to have to awaken and the shock and awe of events that are awakening them, whether they will it or not. Thank you. I think that answers should never take. When it comes to God, that's when it comes to this, 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 is that when I go and I dream at night, I've had several experiences where I don't have the identity of a human being. I'm kind of like, I just know that I'm part of something. I, I, I would say I don't have any distinctive identity as a human being and a part of this energy field. I mean, I, it's happened a number of times. So as my, my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, please, is that we are all points of attraction of God, which is infinite consciousness. And if we are, if all things are consciousness, if all things are God's, that would, that would, that all things God, that would include evil as well as good. So yes. I wonder why God God, the divine being source would allow points of attraction of itself to be trapped in human bodies or get the illusion of separation to come here and to be in a world of evil if God is already at the peak evolution. If it's God is already at the highest evolution you can go and it has an innate curiosity to experience itself, why would it allow this to happen? Why would it allow parts of itself to have to go through this tremendous process if all points of attraction are within God, if God's at the peak evolution. I would imply that um, even the evil, even the lower level vibrations that we see as points of attraction through God are all part of God. So why would we have to experience this? Why, why is this so necessary to occur? Is this part of God's curiosity? Is this part of a uh, part where maybe God is actually taking points of attraction and we're going to become our own gods. Like we're being trained to become our own gods. And God needs some friends. Well, you're, you're close. You're on the right track when, when you just said that, in fact. And again, remember, the time cycle is one of degradation and, and a lack of progress and more and more chaos and entropy as we reach the end. We started out as gods. We were gods in our first lifetimes and we lived in a kingdom of heaven and everything was magical and miraculous and there was no suffering, no illness, no pain. It was just bliss and joy and every kind of a possible beauty uh, was given to us. Total state of grace. 
We gradually lost that grace, but we lost it because part of the gift of grace is giving us freedom. We have freedom of will to steer our lives as we wish, and gradually people became less wise and more uh, focused on the intensity of experiences that brought them more and more down from pure spirit and into soul and then into body consciousness. And in the Kali Yuga, people have become much more interested in sensory pleasures than in the spiritual pleasure of the contemplation of God in which you reach bliss. And hardly anyone practices contemplative prayer or, or goes into a state of samadhi in meditation. That, that most people instead prefer the a quick route of taking cocaine or heroin or some other substance that will alter their consciousness without their having themselves trained themselves to return to God consciousness through the dropping of all the impurities that came from false beliefs that one was a body that has uh, these sensory pleasures and has become much more attached to other people and to money and to power and all of that in the world. We are the ones who made the mistake of falling into that and creating this world, not God. It's like God is the father and mother who puts the children into the playground and the children love playing, but eventually they get very dirty and then they start fighting and do everything. And finally, the parents have to come and take them out of the playground and clean them up. That's the phase we're at now. And the world will soon be cleaned up and we will return once again, having learned our lessons. And as you said, trained ourselves again to become as gods and then to be reborn as such in the next age. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste.